Welcome to the Sacrifice of Praise, where we discuss hymns, worship, and Christian living. I'm Stephen, and it's my hope that this podcast will help you to offer a more thoughtful, reverent, and heartfelt sacrifice of praise to God. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to episode one of our hymn devotional series that we'll be doing on this podcast. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Uh, Today's hymn is For the Beauty of the Earth by Foliot Pierpoint. Uh, Words are written in 1864, and the music that you just heard sung uh, was written by Conrad Kocher in 1838. So kind of the format for these hymn devotional podcasts are going to be, we'll read through the lyrics of the hymn altogether. Uh, It's helpful sometimes to separate it from the music, to think about them, and then put it back together with the music. Um, I'll make some comments and scripture references that will hopefully help us reflect more deeply on the meaning of the words. And then uh, I hope to be able to provide hymn recordings of at least the first verse of some of these songs as we go through. Uh, So this hymn, For the Beauty of the Earth, uh, is a beautiful song, a favorite of many, uh, that is a hymn of thanksgiving to God for lots of different things, and maybe even some things that we forget to thank God for on a regular basis. Um, Verse 1 just thanks God that he created a world that's so beautiful. Uh, Verse 2 talks about different times of the day and night, uh, different landscapes, kind of the variety that God created. Verse 3 thanks God for the blessing of human love, the different relationships that we have. And verse 4 thanks God for the church, for his people in every place on earth and the worship that they lift to him. For the beauty of the earth, for the beauty of the skies, for the love which from our birth over and around us lies. Lord of all to Thee we raise this our sacrifice of praise. So I'll just read the lyrics of the hymn here. For the beauty of the earth, for the beauty of the skies, For the love which from our birth over and around us lies, Lord of all, to thee we raise this our sacrifice of praise. For the beauty of each hour, of the day and of the night, hill and vale and tree and flower, sun and moon and stars of light, Lord of all, to thee we raise this our sacrifice of praise. For the joy of human love, brother, sister, parent, child, friends on earth, and friends above, for all gentle thoughts and mild. Lord of all, to thee we raise this our sacrifice of praise. For thy church that evermore lifteth holy hands above, offering up on every shore her pure sacrifice of love. Lord of all, to thee we raise this our sacrifice of praise. So let's just look a little closer at the first verse of this song. Um, For the beauty of the earth, for the beauty of the skies, for the love which from our birth over and around us lies. Lord of all, to thee we raise. This our sacrifice of praise. The first thing to note about this song, it took me a while to realize this, uh, that it sounds like an incomplete sentence because it's kind of backwards. 
uh, you could easily sing the refrain first and then sing the verses. It'd be kind of like, Lord of all, to thee we raise this our sacrifice of praise for the beauty of the earth, for the beauty of the skies, and so on. And uh, once you kind of realize that, the, the, the syntax of it makes a lot more sense. Um, just a side note, uh, the version I'm reading from uh, is from Praise for the Lord, the hymnal. And uh, I think it's closer to the original text. There, there are several different revisions of this hymn that have been circulated. And some versions have for the glory of the skies instead of beauty. Probably they changed that so that there's more variety instead of for the beauty, for the beauty. Uh, they put glory in there. Um, but I, I, this is just a beautiful thought when you put this whole first verse together. Because it talks about the beauty of the earth which is you know, the land uh, that we see, the, the beauty of the skies above us. And then for the love, which from our birth over and around us lies. So the love that's over us is the sky. The love that's around us is the earth, the land. And so this is a beautiful reminder that we're always surrounded by reminders of God's love through his creation. The land is like his love that surrounds us. The sky is like his love that's over us. And it reminds me of Psalm 19, 1 through 4. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There's no speech, nor their words, whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth, their words to the end of the world. Uh, this is a part of God that he reveals that everyone can appreciate that who lives on the earth. And verse two kind of expands on this in talking about the variety of beauty that God created uh, for the beauty of each hour of the day and of the night, hill and vale and tree and flower, sun and moon and stars of light. It's amazing how different lighting brings out different kinds of beauty that a place that is very beautiful in the daytime may have a totally different kind of beauty at night. Uh, and vice versa. I think places that are, are beautiful at night may have a totally different kind of beauty during the day. Uh, this kind of reminds me of, again, Psalm 19 that we just read. Day to day pours out speech and night to night reveals knowledge. Um, every hour of creation shows God's glory in a slightly different way. It also reminds me of uh, 1 Corinthians 15, when Paul's talking about just the different types of flesh and different types of creation that God made. In 1 Corinthians 15, 41, he said, There's one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars, for star differs from star in glory. And I love that about our God. Is he, didn't, he could have created something just very, very basic, but he created something that is just exploding with variety. And the more we look at creation, the more we're amazed and the more moved to, to praise God uh, because of the variety that he's made. Uh, verse 3 turns our attention to a specific part of God's creation, that's the human part. It says, For the joy of human love, brother, sister, parent, child, friends on earth and friends above, for all gentle thoughts and mild. Lord of all, to thee we raise this our sacrifice of praise. Uh, this is probably my favorite verse of this song that just thanks God for the joys of relationships. Um, we're created 
for relationships. I mean, in the beginning, God said it's not good for man to be alone, and that's certainly true in marriage, but it's true in a broader sense, too. Uh, our friends, our, our other family members, um, many times the greatest joys that we find are in other people that God has made. And this love grows with time. Um, the relationships with our siblings, the parent-child relationship. I've got two little girls now, and it really is amazing uh, the way that the joy of human love just grows and develops in the different relationships we have. I also appreciate that uh, the author says friends on earth and friends above, uh, kind of reminding us that you know, we, there are friends that we are, have here with us now, and there are friends that have gone on. I think the idea of friends above is those who are, are in heaven, uh, those who are no longer with us right now, but that we still have a connection with those who've died. Um, and we are thanking God for the joy of, of that connection we have, even though there are those that we're not currently with. We anticipate uh, being able to renew that love and the joy of that relationship in the future. Um, the last line of this verse uh, is a little different. It says, for all gentle thoughts and mild. And it's always confused me kind of growing up. Uh, but I think the idea here is for all gentle and mild thoughts. Uh, the word mild is kind of a, an older word for quiet or soft. Uh, sometimes we read, sing songs about Jesus that talk about him like as the, the mild little child. Um, so it's the idea here of God, thank you for just all these gentle and quiet thoughts that we can have about life and your creation and relationships. It reminds me of Philippians 4.8. Uh, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Um, so we raise this sacrifice of praise to God for all mild and gentle thoughts. And that leads us to verse 4, that's talking about God's people, but in a collective sense. Um, For thy church that evermore lifteth holy hands above, offering up on every shore her pure sacrifice of love. Lord of all, to thee we raise this our sacrifice of praise. So this verse talks about the church, which is important to remember that the church is not the building um, or some kind of institution, but it's the people. It's God's, uh, the collection of God's people everywhere on earth. And the idea here is that they're they're worshiping God. They're, they lift holy hands to God. And this comes from 1 Timothy 2, verse 8, where Paul writes, I desire them that in every place the men should pray, lifting holy hands without anger or quarreling. I think this could refer to posture, but really I think it's more than just posture. Um, but this is talking about lifting holy hands as opposed to guilty hands. Um, in the Old Testament, in Isaiah 115, uh, God said to Israel that they've, they've been sinning. And he says, when you spread out your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Even though you make many prayers, I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. So it's the idea of like they were coming to worship God, but they were guilty. So it's like they had bloody hands. Uh, they were, you know, like guilt on their hands. And so here it says God's people are lifting holy hands to him. And the, the main idea of that is that from their pure lives, 
from their forgiven lives, really, because we've all sinned, um, that God's people everywhere are lifting holy hands and worship to him um, in, a, in a figurative sense. Um, and then it says, offering up on every shore her pure sacrifice of love. And again, this is something that kind of confused me, but it's interesting how similar this imagery of like every shore or every coastland, that imagery is used in the Old Testament a lot. Um, in like Jeremiah 31, 10, it says, Hear the word of the Lord, O nations, and declare it in the coastlands far away. The coastlands kind of comes to stand for uh, all these other nations. And I think in particular about like Israel's right there on the Mediterranean. A lot of the other nations, you'd get there in part, but they're like going to other coastlands. Like they're looking out at the far coast and like all oh, the nations out to the ends of the known world at the time. Isaiah 24, 15 and 16 has another reference to this. Therefore, in the east, give glory to the Lord. In the coastlands of the sea, give glory to the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. From the ends of the earth, we hear songs of praise, of glory to the righteous one. So that's the picture here of God's church, not just locally or in a particular country, but on every shore, in every nation is the idea, is lifting up her pure sacrifice of love. And that's a beautiful image. Uh, the, the sacrifice that we offer is not just of praise, but of acts of love, acts of kindness. And God sees his people showing love to each other in every place. I mean, that's what Jesus said would be the hallmark of his people. All people will know you're my disciples because you love each other. And so it's kind of like we zoom out and we're thanking God that his church, there's just like this aroma of praise lifting to him from every country when people are acting out of love and living holy lives, lifting holy hands uh, to him. This is a beautiful uh, picture in all four verses of this song. Um, but then in the refrain, it says, Lord of all, to thee we raise this our sacrifice of praise. And again, this is a little bit different um, than some versions of the song, uh, this our hymn of grateful praise. Um, and I like sacrifice of praise because this is a, a direct reference to scripture. Um, this, this idea of the sacrifice of praise uh, comes from Hebrews 13, verse 15. Through him, that is through Christ, then let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is, the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. This is a powerful concept. One reason that this podcast is named the, the Sacrifice of Praise is it really encapsulates so much of what we want, that the God wants, out of our worship. Um, and that's we're offering a sacrifice to God. Like if somebody asked you, do, do you offer sacrifices? You think, well, like, no, I don't slaughter bulls and goats in my backyard and burn them. <laughs> um, but the, the answer really is yes, we do offer sacrifices. And our spiritual sacrifices are, are in, in part in our songs of praise, the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. Um, there's two other sacrifices mentioned in Hebrews 13, and that's uh, doing good and sharing what we have. Uh, I think about the sacrifice of love in verse 4 that we just talked about. When we are doing good to others, sharing what we've been given, it says such sacrifices are pleasing to God. But when we think about this idea of, like, the Old Testament teaches us a lot about the idea of sacrifice. 
And what, what is a sacrifice supposed to be? Um, one of the qualities that a sacrifice had to have is it had to be the very best that we have to offer. Uh, Numbers 18 verse 29 says, Out of all the gifts to you, you shall present every contribution due to the Lord. From each its best part is to be dedicated. Uh, We can't just give God the leftovers. or just give God kind of half-baked worship or service. Um, In Malachi 1 verse 8, this was exactly the kind of thing that Israel had started to do. Um, God says there, When you offer blind animals in sacrifice, is that not evil? And when you offer those that are lame or sick, is that not evil? Present that to your governor. Will he accept you or show you favor, says the Lord of hosts. So God sees not just that we're worshiping him, but the quality of our worship. And he knows our limitations, but he expects the very best that we have to offer. We can't just kind of come lackadaisically into God's presence. Um, I appreciate this thought that uh, David gave when uh, he was offered hey, I'll just give you the materials for this sacrifice to God. And then in 2 Samuel 24, 24, the king said to Aranha, no, but I will buy it from you for a price. I will not offer burnt offerings to the Lord my God that cost me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for 50 shekels of silver. So this is a powerful concept that we could talk a lot more about, maybe in another episode. But when we come to worship God, we need to offer him a sacrifice of praise. And when we think about coming into God's presence and putting our worship as so as so to speak like on an altar, it'll make us think a lot more about our worship, about the words of the songs that we sing, about the prayers that we offer, uh, and just about the way we live, or we're to be living sacrifices, as it says in Romans 12. But God deserves the very best we have to offer. And this hymn encourages us to think about that. Lord of all, to thee we raise this our sacrifice of praise. Uh, May God help us to offer him the very best we have in worship. For the beauty of the earth, for the beauty of the skies, For the love which from our birth Over and around us lies Lord of all to Thee we raise This our sacrifice of praise Thanks so much for listening to the episode today. Um, and special thanks to Josh McKenzie, who did the multi-track recording of For the Beauty of the Earth. Check out more of his work on SoundCloud. Uh, his username is Josh, A-N-C-K. Uh, or you can check him out on Instagram, A Song Before Myself. Uh, all the scripture reading from the comments today was from the English Standard Version. Um, if you'd like more resources, uh, please check out uh, thesacrificeofpraise.com. Thanks for listening today.